0: Okay, good morning everybody as well. Happy Tuesday. Thanks so much for joining us on The Boost. <clears throat> Yesterday we discussed, We started talking about this concept of giving to getting. We're going to talk about that today. I shouldn't say it's counterintuitive, but I think it is. <sighs> Let's get comfortable. We have a situation here where in which we're living in a world where they've been telling us our whole lives that if just you focus on yourself, that's a good thing. It's a good thing if, like, you know, you're... A rag, you know, in Yiddish, it's called being a shmata. Yes, people take advantage of you all day. You got to stand up for yourself. Yes, you got to worry about your survival. Yes, you got to take care of your health. Yes, but it just—I don't think it's true that the way you you thrive is when you're worrying about yourself. I think in many cases the way—and forget the spiritual piece of this, which is a big piece of this—which I'm not dismissing, I'm just putting to the side for this conversation, a lot of the the values that you need, and in the case we're talking about now, which is confidence, you're going to get the insights, the wisdom, the understanding of how to live your life, you're going to get when you're giving it to somebody else. Mm -hmm. Yesterday we discussed this concept of when you're giving someone advice, it's resonating with you because it's coming from you, but it's not really coming from you, it's coming from a divine piece of you. But you're using your mouth as a conduit to bring out wisdom. And once it comes out of your mouth, it's yours. And it reminds you of it, and it comes into your mind. So if you spend your days helping people and advising them, it doesn't have to be you're a psychologist now. If you're spending your time encouraging people, if you're spending your time complimenting people, if you're that person that is engaged in positivity, it has an impact on you it doesn't mean like as soon as you do it you're fine and it doesn't mean that you can do it and not think about it but the adjustment period is pretty small all you gotta do is add a minute or two to introspect after you give someone advice and you're good right you don't have to like search for something on YouTube to inspire you you've already inspired yourself by giving over your wisdom to somebody else and if you think you don't have wisdom you're wrong, just try it, and you'll see it. Try being there for somebody, and you'll see it on your own. no one's going to convince you about it now. This concept of giving to use your mouth as a conduit is a big deal because when you use your mouth as a conduit and I got this from my rabbi right if you believe me when you use your mouth as a conduit, you're bringing that through your mouth you're use your in a way if you can almost like picture it, you're, you're sanctifying your mouth for good, for good things, for godly things. And someone's in need, and someone's struggling. And you pick them up with your words. That's, you're taking the, the mouth that God gave you and you are pulling down the tap of encouragement and of divineness. And that's coming from a really holy source. Don't downplay that. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. I don't care if you're a teacher and the little kids. You're doing big stuff. Really. You're a your parent, and you got the kids yelling at you and screaming at you, but you're staying positive. That's major things. That's not little. That's big. In fact, that's bigger than some of the big things. Let me tell you something. As much as I love sports, the mom that's dealing with the tantrumy tween who's got no respect, who's just struggling with hormones and growth and life and school and sees through the disrespect as in need of more love and not less and continues to pour love on that kid is doing things that I think, in my opinion, is bigger for humanity than the guy who throws a a football. As much as you know that I love football. The guy who throws a football in front of 50,000 fans. Come on. Let's get real. It's a football. And I love it. But come on. It's a football. These are people's lives. There are kids who are struggling in life because nobody has said good words to them. No one has encouraged them. I know people like this who believe at their core that they can't do things because the adults around them for some reason felt the need to remind them of how little they were for so long of their young life. You're saying things and saying them. If you're paying attention, it should be bringing it into your own consciousness. Now, a lot of people are doing this and they're just not connecting the last dot. That's what we're talking about. The first major piece is the hard piece. Then comes the easier piece, which is starting to connect it back to yourself. But we have to first start with what we start with. That every second of your life, you have an opportunity to encourage somebody, to compliment them, to lift them up, to advise them. It doesn't have to be you have to be brilliant. You can just look over to the cubicle and tell someone they're doing a great job. You can hear somebody speak, When someone wishes says, "Hey, it's my birthday today." You can get that they're looking for a little bit of extra attention because they didn't get it enough and you can just be aware of that and say hey you know what? I have a happy birthday and here's a cool thing that I heard about birthdays there's a great story about a rabbi who's actually the head of the yeshiva that I ended up going to later in life I didn't know him he's famous at least in the, the circles that I sit in and he launched this yeshiva that became this incredible place that is to this day filled with students his name is Rabbi Freifeld. You may have heard of him, you may not have heard of him. If you're, if you're watching this from the Far Rockaway area, I'm sure you've heard of him. He started a yeshiva called Sharyoshev where I went after high school, after Israel. It's a great story where he had a kid come to his school and he was into, I think it was like hunting or fishing or something that was not typical to the rabbi's schedule. And the story goes is that he met with the rabbi and said, listen, I want to come study and I want to learn more about my, my, my heritage. But, you know, I got this interest and that interest. And I was like, no, it's cool. Listen, you, you know, you study, you can pursue your interests. So the next day, he's, the rabbi him in the hallways and he's talking to me and said, like, oh, by the way, you know, it's this season and it's that season and it's bear season or it's hunting season or it's fishing season. I don't know. It's something that's not in the four walls of the yeshiva. The guy's like, wow, I can't believe the rabbi knows. And he's talking to him about it, and they're talking strategy together, and he's like blown away. Mm -hmm. So later in the day, the kid's like, I want to come talk up with the rabbi more. So he goes to his office. He's not there. He's like, I'll wait for him. So what do young kids do? What do young students do when they wait in in the office? Some of them sit quietly, and some of them look around. So he walks around looking at the books, and he sees in the bottom... There's a bunch of books in the bottom of his bookshelves filled with sort of Jewish books. And he notices like a bunch of library books. And he picks up one and it's, it's hunting. And then fishing. Or whatever it was. The rabbi went out and picked up the books of the topic that this guy cared about. The rabbi doesn't care about fishing or hunting. But he cares about the kid. And he was so touched... The rabbi was like reading up on subjects that interest him. He's building him. He's connecting to him. That's advice. That's wisdom. When somebody is in your life and you take the time to figure out their life, you overhear them talking and you think about a way that you can encourage them you search for how to do something because it's important to somebody else when you're aware of someone else's life you become a conduit for blessing you become a conduit to your own positivity you become a conduit to your own growth you don't even realize it you're training yourself to know how to deal with yourself by learning how to deal with other people you're reminding someone else how great they are you're reminding someone else how to take the high road you're listening to someone else's issues and being empathetic all of those things are what you're going to have to give to yourself you're going to have to remind yourself that you can and that you should be empathetic and that or you should be empathetic to yourself or that you should take the high road. All the things that you can give to others, you, you need yourself. But you can't give it to yourself. Because you, it's blocked between you and your emotions. You have to take it out to bring it back in. Uh, well, let's discuss this tomorrow. The concept of out to in. Alright. Have a great day, everybody. And with God's help, can we see you again tomorrow? Living on a lifeline. The world doesn't ever seem to change Looking for the sunshine But you're caught up in the rain It's like your eyes Are wide open but you cannot see You're watching life Pass you by like one, two, three Walking in destruction The winds of life blur your vision All the devastation Forever feels like you're on the run It's time No one else can set you free You're locked inside And only you have got the key.